Weiter, we're going to be talking about uh, some chizuk of uh, realizing what we're doing, realizing what we're doing uh, by, by working on our Shmir Seinayim. Bring us from the Chido that uh, the main, the main koyach that we have against Esau and Yishmol is the koyach of Shmir Seinayim, koyach of Kedusha. And this is the main fight. We're here. I think somebody came to Reb Chaim Kinevsky and asked him if Mashiach is coming. He said, Mashiach is mamish knocking on the door. It's not just Mashiach is coming. Mashiach is here. And we have to realize that, that this is the, we're, we are holding by, by the most difficult Nisyoinus. And our main fight, our main fight against Yishmol and Esau, the, 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 the main enemies of Klal Yisrael for the hist- in the history of the world, and certainly in the main the main uh, enemies of Klal Yisrael today, both in Ruchnius and in Gashmius, uh, Esav and Yishmol, this is our main weapons. This is what we, we're fighting with. We, we realize that, and maybe a lot of people don't realize, they think that you, know, you have better gun, you have a better rocket, you have more advanced uh, security system, you have this, you have that, this is how we're going to win. And it's Ele Berechev, Ele Basusim, Anachno Bishem Hashem, Okeinunaskir. That's what it comes down to. We send Shefot to Shemaim. The way the, the Derech Hashem of the Ramchal talks about how the world runs, we send Shefot to Shemaim, whether it's, however it is, whether it's good or bad, we send up to Shemaim Koichos, and from that, Hashem sends down here to earth. That is what we are, that's what our, our, our koichas have. Our koich Baruch has the ability to save us, to help us, and in, in a split second, but he only is noyhig based on the way we are noyhig. And we send up, we send up koichos of Kedusha, then our koich Baruch Hu will send down to us too. In the past, our koich Baruch Hu has given us free gifts. Kla Yisrael was in Mitzrayim, and the 49th level of Tumah, and they got out of Mitzrayim free. They didn't need to do anything. All they had to do was sit back and let HaKadosh Baruch Hu take care of everything. Now, they had Tzchusim. They were in Mishana L'Shoina, Mishana the, the Begodim, or their names. But still, Chazal tell us that they really didn't have any Tzchusim. And it was only really in the Tzchus Avos that HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised the Avos Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, that uh, he would take, a, take us out of Mitzrayim and, and give us the Torah and bring us to Eretz Yisrael. It's only in that schus. But now we have the Torah. <coughs> now we have the ability to, we know what we're supposed to be doing. And maybe in Mitzrayim they didn't know, but we know. And because we know, we need to fight this battle. We need to send the Shefa up to Shemaim. Rav Don Sego brings from the Midrash Tanchuma. Midrash Tanchuma in Vayigash talks about, the, the, he compares Sion to the life of Yosef. When we talk about Sion, we talk about the Beis Amikdash. And just like, he says, just like the success of Yosef at Sadiq was in the main areas we've discussed in the past of Shmir Sinaim, so too with the ultimate Geula that the biggest Nisionas that we're going to have to go through will revolve around Shmir Sinaim. We are holy. Our Nishamus come straight, mitachas, kisei, akovot. We are higher than the malachim. And because of that, what we do really makes, really makes a difference. And chas v'sholem, the opposite. Chas v'sholem, if we can, we can destroy the world too. 
My, my Rebbe Finkelman Shlitu many times has told us that uh, that Rav Ayanus, the, the, the sea saw and ran. Well, who, what is this talking about? It's talking about the Yamsuf. The Yamsuf. The Yamsuf saw and it split and it ran away. Who? What did it see? So Chazal tell us, what did it see? It saw Yosef, the Kever of Yosef. What was the, the, what was the Kever of Yosef? Oh, the Kever. Wow, the Kever of Yosef coming. Yosef at Tzadik was Oymid Vinisyonus that we've discussed in the past. Unbelievably difficult Nisyonus we were evolving. Shmeir Seinayim and Kedusha Sabris. And uh, in, in the most difficult, difficult circumstances when he was a 17-year-old Bachar by himself with no family. Not only, nobody was even searching for him. Nobody was interested in him. Maybe Yaakov was, was, was interested in him, but he wasn't searching for him. He was mourning over him. And he was able to withstand the Nisayan. That's Hayam Ravayanus. Many years ago, many years ago, he compared this to the great tsunami of 2005. I don't know if any of you remember this, the, the great tsunami of 2005, the end of 2000. And it was either maybe the end of 2004 and the beginning of 2005. I don't, I don't remember the exact date of what it was. Either the very end of December or I think as it was. I think it was, what, December 26th? It was the very end. It wiped out about a quarter million people. Yeah, a quarter million people. And some of the hardest hit places in the Indian Ocean that were, that were hit were Mokomos of Malay's Nus. Mali Malay's Nus. The fact that the, it was the beaches that took the major hit, yeah, was also a sign for this. So I mean, Rebbe has told, told us in the past, what, what, you see how Yam Ravayonos, the Yam runs away. And yet, here the Yam ran to you. <laughs> by by, by Kriya's Yam, it ran away. And here it's running at you, it's coming at you. He's saying that's it's the exact opposite. That when you're Mali Kedusha, the, the sea splits for you. But when it's the opposite, it's Mali's Nus, it's Mali, it's Mali Tuma, the, the sea has the ability to totally destroy. And, and it has. <clears throat> Hopefully it won't again. But it, a lot of that has to do, obviously, who has Din on, on everybody in the world. And I, you know, each specific person, I'm not, I'm not here to give a special Din, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends Dinim on the Umas HaOilam in order to teach us a lesson. In order that we should learn to do better. We should learn to improve. That's what we need to do. A lot of times we're very inconvenienced by this, by this mitzvah. It's very difficult for us. We can't go on the same types of vacations that uh, we would want to go on. We can't go, we can't go to uh, the same type of entertainment that we'd want to see. And a lot of times, uh, a lot of times we feel like we're missing out. We're missing out. They can have so much fun and we can have so much fun. And those of us who know people who have experienced these vacations or this type of entertainment and they know what the instant gratification that comes from it is. It's so much fun. It's so much this, it's so much that, and I want it. I want it too, just like, and, and it's, 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 it's a mysterious nefesh to us. I have to say, hey, I, I'm going to give this up. But really, in the end, a person gains a lot, lot more, not just only in Olam Haba, for, for sure in Olam Haba. We shouldn't forget about Olam Haba. Olam Haba is, is, going, is eternity. Olam Haba is forever, and Olam Haza is not. 
Elohaza is very short. And and we have to remember that. But even in Olam Hazen, even in Olam Hazen, you're going to get a lot more. Not just you're going to get a lot more. It, it's, 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 it's like comparing something that you get a little bit of pleasure, but it hurts you in the end a lot more than it helps you versus holding back the little bit that you don't get. I don't get the... the, the, the this pleasure of this entertainment or this vacation or whatever and the amount of reward I get for it. The Chazal tell us that a person should make a cheshben. Schar mitzvah keneged hefseda schar aveira keneged hefseda. We have to make that cheshben. It's talking about in, in Olam Hazet. It's talking about in Olam Hazet. not only in Olam Haba. If a person, if a person doesn't watch that movie, or a person doesn't go on the on that vacation, or he doesn't look when there's something to look at. He holds back. So what did he lose and what did he gain? Do you know what he lost? He lost a few seconds of pleasure. That's what he did. Or a vacation. He lost a week's vacation that he could have he could have had he could have had pleasure on that on that week's vacation. And what did he gain? I'm not talking about in Olam Haba. Olam Haba is going to gain netzach nitzachim in Olam Haba. For sure. For sure. The pleasures he's going to get in Olam Haba are going to be unbelievable. But I'm not even talking about that. In Olam Hazard, do you know what he gains? We already started to discuss. He gains koyach over himself. He gains the midagvura, self-control, inner happiness. Not being, not, not, not always looking for the, for the next, for the next thing, for the next thing, which can go on forever. He's going to have build a better relationship with his wife that way, which we also started to discuss in the beginning, in the beginning of this, of this series. Much, much, much stronger relationship. Much less nisyonis in the future. He's building himself a life in Olam Hazen. He thinks he's losing. He's gaining so, so much more. And it's chaval. It's chaval when people don't have the ability and they give in and they give in again and again and again and they, they just like, you know, I, this is what I want. Somebody comes and says, Shmir Sinaim, it's only for married people. Yeah? I don't have to have Shmir Sinaim. Or Shmir Sinaim, if somebody else said, Shmir Sinaim is, uh, what do you mean? It's, it's temporary. Yeah, it's not temporary. It's uh, voluntary. It's voluntary, you know? Like I said, people have... Uh, People say about Shomer Nagir, like we've discussed yeah. in the past. Yeah? He, he, yeah, it's voluntary. This is not voluntary. And Adarabha, even, even if there was no Isser, which there is, there is an Isser, but even if there wasn't, even if there wasn't, it would be Kadai to do it anyway. Even if, if, even if there was no issue of, of any form of uh, a punishment in Olam Haba, it would still be Kadai. Because what he, because, because the 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 schar in Olam Hazen a person gets from it. the life that he's building in Olam Hazen is worth it. The Maisa, we're coming down here, like I said before, to the end. This is the end of the end of the road for Olam Hazen. We're coming to Yemoisim Mashiach. We're in Yemoisim Mashiach, and we're here with preachers and tumah the world has never had before, never had before. We are, Mamish experienced the, the Shar Nun, the 50th level of Tumah. Because all they ask, how can you, you can't get out of the 50th level of Tumah. How can you, 
in Mitzrayim, they had to get out just like that in, in a split second because if they would have hit the 50th level of Tumah, they wouldn't have been able to get out. Yeah, but, but our, our, our Abonim have taught that that's because they didn't have the Torah. If they would have hit the 50th level of Tumah without, without the Torah, so then in a Hanami, they would never would have gotten out. But we have the Torah. So even the 50th level of Tumah we're able to get out of. And that's what we're experiencing. The Eitzahara has gotten, has, is just, and he's given, he's given Rishus for everything now. Anything you want, in a split second you can have. You come to a computer, a few clicks, and all of a sudden you're mamish into 50th, 50th level of Tumah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what it is. The Sahara has has shlita in in this in in, in this takufa to try to. This is his last. It. This is this is the end of the game. Like the Gemara in, in, in Sukkah says, the Kodesh Baruch is going to shech the 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 Sahara, and we're going to be by, be there by the Levi of the Sahara. <laughs> as the Gemara in Sukkah says. Yeah, person also has has that ability to reach the fiftieth level of kedusha. The more we fight, the more we put more kedusha into into ourselves. The better will be, the stronger will be, the better people will be in Olam Hasa and Olam Hapa. I'll start to talk today now, can just to continue on on, on the next part, which is the Eitzahara. What? How does the Eitzahara work exactly? What is? What is he? How, how does he? How does he get in there? How does he convince you that something that's so disgusting? Is she's just I, I just want it. I can't I can't stop myself. Yeah. How how did the Yitzhahara do that? So there's a klal the uh, Chazal teach us. Can die to know how the Yitzhahara works. It's actually a in the Chovas in Chovas has a whole section. Chovas in Shar in Shar Yichud Amaisa. Shar Yichud Amaisa. I think it's the right at the Shar right after Shar B'Tachon. I believe. He actually goes through some of the ways that the Eitzahara tries to convince you to do a virus. So it's Kadai to see that. But there's a Klal Godol. The Klal is Mayim Genuvim Yimtalku. What's Mayim Genuvim Yimtalku? Stolen waters are sweet. There's a cup of water and you stole it. You stole the cup of water. Why? Did, why? It's the same water. Why is this water sweet and that water, which you paid for, is not sweet? What's, what's the difference? What is, where is that sweetness? The sweetness is the iser itself. It's the iser itself is the sweetness. When a person does something that's usher and he knows he's doing it, there's an excitement that comes from it. There's something that, ooh, a, little, a little adrenaline rush. I'm doing something illegal. I'm doing something that's usher. There's a little... Oh, that's already... Nasa Loka Heter is already a, a, a different madrega. Nasa Loka Heter. Nasa Loka Heter, I'll just tell you, an amazing... I wasn't planning on saying this, but there's an amazing, amazing makne, Sefer HaMakne in Kiddushin. The Sefer HaMakne is a fantastic, unbelievable thing. And we see that it's true. It's, it's, it's mamish, amazing how he wrote... <laughs> here he writes it straight out. He says, the Yetzirah... The Yetzirah wants to kill you. He has no interest whatsoever in giving you any pleasure at all. He doesn't want to give you anything. He doesn't want nothing. He it's not that the Yetzirah, not that the Yetzirah is willing to give you pleasure in order to get you to do a sin. He has to. He's forced to give you pleasure in order to get, get you to sin. This is, this is a tool. He doesn't want to. He'd rather you sin even without getting the pleasure. 
He doesn't want because pleasure is something that's enjoyable, something that's good. Yeah? Listen to this. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. So the Yetzirah says like this. I want you to sin. So he throws you a little bit of pleasure in order to get you to sin. And he wants you to do it again, so he'll do it again. And you'll do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again. It's until the yeah. point where you're doing the sin because you just do it. At that point, he's going to start taking the pleasure away. Because you're doing the chet anyway. So why should he give you the pleasure from it? So you're going to continue doing the chet without getting the pleasure from it. And people know that. You can feel it. Unfortunately, this, you can see this in certain types of addictions. When a person gets, addi- when he gets addi- ad- addicted, yeah? So what happens is, is that even that little bit is not enough anymore. If a person has an addiction to a certain type of drink or a certain type of drug, so the little bit that they have is not enough. They want more. They want more. They want more. They want more because that little bit is not giving me the pleasure anymore. That's exactly the Yetzirah's plan. The Yetzirah doesn't want you to have that pleasure. He wants you to, to be choyte without the pleasure. So the Mayim Genuvim Yimtaku is all fake. It's just a little bit. It tastes a little bit better now. And the whole thing came from Issa. The water tastes exactly the same. The whole thing is fake. And Yetzirah doesn't care that it's fake. He'll lie to you straight out because he doesn't care. He wants to kill you. So he'll lie to you. He'll throw you a candy here and there. He'll get you interested, and then he'll pull the rug out from underneath you, and you're, he's gonna, and you're still going to ask for more. That's what the Yetzirah does. It's all fake. I'll just share with you something I, I said in the past, but, but it's, it's something that I felt myself, Bechush. When I was in America during the summer, so I was, you know, Makomos, there were also, there were Nisyoners there, where there are a lot of people, Lavdavka, they're dressed appropriately. And I felt at that time, I, I wanted to write it down. So I did. I have my little notebook over here. I try to keep it on me. And I wrote down about the Yetzirah. Here, yeah, this is what I wrote. Thoughts on a trip to America, July 29, 2018. I thought about the way the Yetzirah works. There is this draw. He's pulling you. What is it? What does it offer? There's an illusion. The promise it offers you is excitement. It does have a real name. Really, the way to be magdarit is mayim genuvimim toku. It is the illicitness, the iser of it that gives it the promise of a thrill of enjoyment that you can't get without it. It only lasts as long as you let it. If you walk away, it loses all of its power. If you analyze it, it dissipates into nothing. It just evaporates. And if you actually take it, you may, you may have that excitement, that thrill for a moment. But the disgust, the feeling of ich that comes with it, especially for a spiritually sensitive person, makes you feel sick afterwards especially because all the pleasure it offers disappears instantly. 
The key is to know this all before. Remind yourself all the time, especially when you will be faced by it. I experienced it. I know it's true. I know you gain nothing. You only lose. I know for 100% fact that, that it's true, but the Yetzir Hara pushes me anyway. And the draw is still there. It's always a fight. Rely on Hashem and cling to the Torah. That is the only way to win. This is what I wrote when I'm sitting there in the airport. It's sitting, it's staring me in the face. I know how, how, how disgusting I'm going to feel afterwards, but yet it's still pulling me. person is always going to have nisyonis. The question is, is how many of these nisyonis are you putting yourself into lechatchila? And how many of them you're only in because of the matzah that you were, you were forced into? Every, we're all going to have nisyonis. Even the person, yeah, the biggest, the frumis, whatever, yeah, yeah, we're not all, we're not all like Rukhaim Kenievsky that we get to get a, somebody takes us from a, the door of our house into a van to wherever you're going and you have a thousand people around you at, the, at, at that time. You know, it's not like, you know, you fly first class, you get off the plane, you have people. Are, we're not like that. They even say about the Baba Sali. The Baba Sali lived like that. <laughs> Imamish lived in a way that was totally secluded from everybody. He was totally secluded from everybody. What? No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Uh, maybe, maybe he was a uh, mayor. Mayor, the Babasali's son was like that. Also, that they, they Mamish felt that they were. But most of us are nor we, we don't have that type of. We live normal lives. Unfortunately, they're, 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 we live in a world where even if you are totally disconnected, the Nisayan will come. But the the nekuda is: Do I have to bring the Nisayan to me? Or when it comes, I have to, uh, I'll have to deal with it. But as long as I'm fighting the whole way through, so when the Nisayun comes, on the airplane or I'm in a public place and I have to deal with it then, but I've already built myself up to the point where I'm ready to face it. That is much, much stronger than a person who has to, brings it on himself all the time. The less you are connected to things that, where the Sahara is, the more secure you will be, even when you have to face, when you have to face this, this issue head on. There's a very common misconception. And with this, uh, I think I'll finish. There's a very common misconception. People make a big mistake. They think that, maybe this is more in the modern world, I don't know. But they think that, you know, for our children, we have to expose them to these things so that they'll be ready to face it when they're adults. We need, the, we need them to see it now so that they'll be able to, they'll be able to, to uh, deal with it more, better when they're adults. This is shtusim v'havolim. Mamishtusim. It's mamishtus. A person is going to be much, much better equipped to deal with these problems if he's had Kedusha around him himself in the entire time. That's when a person is going to be strong. That's when a person is going to have the ability to deal with these nisyonas. When a person is exposed to these things when he's young, he just sees something that's enjoyable and he wants more of it. It's not going to help him fight it when he's, when he's older. It's going to make him want it more when he's older. The Maise, once you get, to, 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 once you get older and you, you're able to deal with your, yourself, are you protected or you're not protected? Thank you for listening. To hear more Shurim like this one, go to jfoundations.com. If you'd like to support us or sponsor an episode, go to jfoundations.com support.